Welcome to the Simply Resilient Podcast. I have a bonus episode for you guys today called The Pizza Principle. So several years ago, my dad wrote a book called The Pizza Principle, and it is unconventional financial wisdom for unconventional times. He had recently returned from another church service mission that in our church, we can go on missions when we're young, and then we can also go on missions when we're older with our spouse once we're retired. And so my parents have served several church service missions as seniors. And my dad wrote this book with the young missionaries in mind that he'd been working with on a day-to-day basis in the office, in the mission office. And he worked as an accountant for most of his career and has a lot of financial experience and financial wisdom. And his father was an accountant as well. And he was just raised in that world with a lot of expertise there and another thing that really works well for him is he he lives in a very black and white world and he thinks about money in a really awesome way so this book is probably not for everybody but anybody who reads it I'm sure will benefit and I wanted to recommend it to you guys today because as a Christmas present for him I recorded the audio of his book so I recorded myself reading his book and then I recently was able to upload it as basically a podcast that won't have any additional episodes added to it so if you go on iTunes or any other major podcast platform and search for the pizza principle then you'll be able to find my audio of his book. And just to give you a little preview today of what you might find in his book, I'm going to give you my top 10 tips from The Pizza Principle in no particular order. One thing to keep in mind before I read the tips is, like I said, he was writing this book with these young missionaries in mind who are coming home from their mission and are in college and looking to start their financial futures and get married and have kids. And so that's his audience in mind. But again, anyone who reads it, I think will benefit from it. And it does have a lot of awesome spiritual content in it. And it's very cool to look at money and money beliefs and money thoughts from this spiritual perspective. And I've, I've read it several times. And every time I read it, I, I gain so much from reading it. And I just want to, I want to give you that heads up just to know, just, just to know what some of those main components are of this book. Okay, so number one is what really matters is not how much you have, but rather how you manage what you have. That's what makes the difference between success and failure. Number two, you can have everything that you want if you want the right things. Number three, you can live modestly by choice simply by limiting your level of expenses to an amount that meets your needs and wants but not to excess. Number four, it is easier to live on 90% of your income with the Lord's help than it is to live on 100% of your income without the Lord's help. So let me offer a little explanation there. I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and so is my father. And in our church, we're asked to pay tithing, which is defined as 10% of your income or your increase. And so one promise we've been given in one of my dad's strong beliefs is this concept of I can do more with the Lord's help and 90% of what I earn than I can with 100% of what I earn without the Lord's help. Number five, those who use credit card revolving charge accounts with double digit interest rates and pay minimum every month will likely not reduce enough principal to ever pay off the debt. That one's pretty sobering. Number six, my dad included some awesome insights from his dad, my grandpa Roy, 
and I want to read you one here. This is from my grandpa Roy's recipe for success in life. And it's just 18, it's a list of 18 quick components. So I'm just going to read this list to you. This is Roy's recipe. Number one, work hard and stay close to the Lord and you will be surprised how blessed you will be. Number two, don't believe that it can't be done just because somebody tells you it can't be done. Number three, hoe to the end of the row. Number four, you have to learn how to follow before you can learn how to lead. Number five, don't ask another person to do something that you are not willing to do yourself. Number six, find someone you can marry in the temple. Number seven, always make your word good no matter what it costs. Number eight, spend less than you make and invest wisely. Number nine, always pay a full tithing. Number 10, plan ahead. It's later than you think. Number 11, make yourself self-reliant and teach your children self-reliance. Number 12, budget your time for family, work, church, community, and play. Number 13, budget your money to achieve your goals. Number 14, avoid fatigue, early to bed and early to rise. Number 15, become more spiritual, read and study scriptures, attend classes. Number 16, plan for missions and serve them. Number 17, develop charity in your soul. And number 18, above all, pray often and endure to the end. I love how simple that list is and that is something that my grandpa passed on to his kids and would also pass on to his grandkids. Number seven, do not buy anything unless it is your idea first. Number eight, do not mortgage your future for things you cannot afford to pay cash for today. I like that one because, I mean, I like all of these, but he's not saying you have to pay for things in cash, but he's saying don't buy it unless you could today walk up to them and pay for it with cash. So feel free to use a credit card if you are disciplined enough to, you know, pay off the balance because then you can get the rewards and different things, but do not mortgage your future, your financial future for things you cannot afford to pay cash for today. Number nine is if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. And number 10 is, it's always easier to get into a contract than it is to get out of one. So I will put a link to this podcast in the show notes. And, but like I said, you can just search for the pizza principle. And I'm excited for you guys to get a taste of my dad. His personality is just all over in this book. And he is one of the coolest guys I know. Very unique. He doesn't care about what other people think. Like the subtitle of the book says, this is unconventional counsel he's offering. This is not the way he sees the world and the way he recommends living, especially financially, is not what most people are recommending. It's a unique approach to financial freedom and doing it God's way, the way he sees it as God's way. And I agree with him. And I love that it has a lot of practical advice, a ton of really applicable examples, really easy to understand examples. And it also, as you know, I love has lots of new ways to think about money and to think about why we would make these choices with our money. And I know that if you've been listening to this podcast, that you've grown to love the sound of my voice. So you'll also enjoy that part since I'm the one reading his book. So go check it out and be prepared for an interesting read. And I'd love to hear from you guys what you think. You can either send me an email or my dad an email. His email address is in the contact info for the book. And I'll also put that in the show notes. And if you enjoy what you read, share it with a friend who you think would enjoy it. That's all I have for you guys today. Thank you so much for taking the time and I will talk to you soon. Over and out.